Well, I guess uh, let me start off by saying welcome. Uh, thank you for listening. And this is kind of an experiment. I, uh, I have been told many, many times, uh, especially over the past couple of months, that I should maybe write a book or do a podcast or something by quite a few of my customers and a few of my peers and whatnot. So I'm kind of at a point in my life where it's pretty transitional and I have a lot more time, especially late at night, than I'm used to having. So I thought that maybe I would give this a go. Uh, this is probably going to seem a little raw because it's pretty unscripted. I don't really have all too clear of an idea of where I'm going with this. And I haven't really rehearsed or written anything down. So this is kind of just off the cuff. For anyone that may not know me, my name is Adam and I am a tattoo artist. I have been for quite a long time now. I live on my own. I do get my daughter a few days a week, but besides that, I live with my dog of 10 years, very soon to be 11. And I am a definite self-admitted kind of nerd, uh, for sure about a lot of things. Uh, my personal interests tend to be a little bit nerdy a lot of the time. I'm very into learning. I'm very into botany. Uh, I like art and history. I'm a pretty big science nerd. Um, kind of a war buff. It's a pretty big and mixed up bag of stuff. But... I'm not exactly sure what I want to focus on with this. I'm not exactly sure what I really want to get out of this. I think it would be really cool to be able to sit down and talk with someone. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what field or fields though would be that interesting to both myself and an audience that would be into a lot of different things because I'm into so many different things. I think that it would probably end up the majority of the time something to do with tattooing just because it tends to be a big part of my life. But there are so many things that I'm into on a constant basis and trying to learn about that I'm always kind of focusing uh, my attention other places, especially in the evenings and night when everything's closed down, kids in bed or everyone else is kind of gone. And I'm up because I've been, I would say, at least close to an insomniac for a very huge chunk of my life. Uh, I've recently kind of started getting a little bit better with it. It's taken a very long time to teach myself 
ways to kind of rest and sleep differently, but it's getting a little bit better. But I do end up still having a lot of time at night. And that's why I think I'm going to try to fill it a little bit more, not necessarily productively, but um, I have a lot of things on my mind all the time. I, again, I have a lot of things that I tend to constantly be learning about. And I get told on a pretty regular basis that I know a pretty stupid amount of stuff, all things considered. I'm a high school dropout. I think that I was convinced well before I left school that mm, it's not that it wasn't for me. It's more that the way that it's set up was not for me. I just felt like I was with a bunch of teachers that didn't really care all that much about my education and where I was going to end up in life. It was kind of more that they just wanted to get you out the door so that way they didn't have to deal with you again the next year. And uh, I think I can honestly say over my entire schooling, I possibly have two, three teachers that really stand out to me. And a lot of them were in the kind of later years. And that's unfortunate because I'm sure that some of my teachers when I was a lot younger that I don't really remember much, that's probably a pretty unfair thing to lump them in with the high school teachers that were also different, I'm sure are still to this day, but it just wasn't for me. And I knew that I loved learning and I still all these decades later, love education and constantly uh, not even just furthering my own kind of knowledge base, but it's a lot more about keeping my brain active and finding new things and trying to experience as much of the world as I can uh, in the limited capacity that I'm able to. I don't make hand over fist money and uh, having my kid only the very small amount of time that I get to see her, I don't really like the idea of going away or taking time away from that to try to do other things. Um, now that she's getting a bit older, I'm sure that it'll be a little bit easier for me if I do need to do those kind of things. But it's always been really important to me to try to be around and be as big a part of her life as I can. Uh, just again, because of the limited availability I've always had. And I have found that through learning about stuff, especially uh, things that I would never really be able to afford to experience other ways, it at least gives me, I don't know, uh, a touch of experience, uh, something to kind of think about. Uh, I like when I have a discussion or a conversation or especially a debate with somebody, I like knowing that I'm educated about m most things, at least, uh, to an extent. Uh, just, I, that way you don't end up being that guy that is just complaining about stuff without anything to back it up. Uh, I am uh, at 
many times, definitely over opinionated. Uh, I can be pretty judgmental. And uh, I try to like thinking that I'm open minded, but I'm sure that I'm not about a lot too many things. So it's a nice way to be able to take in a lot of other ideas and stuff like that without them necessarily being bogged down by opinion because I feel like that's where a lot of the time people get stuck on things. People don't want to learn about things. People don't want to hear about stuff. I've had a lot of experience, unfortunately, lately that uh, sometimes when people are confronted with things uh, that they don't like about their situation or themselves, uh, not only do they tend to get really defensive, but uh, a lot of the time it just kind of comes, ends up coming back on you. So that's kind of part of this whole thing too. Um, this is kind of a reset. It's kind of a point in my life where I just spent the past four years, well, almost a month exactly short of four years, being with someone that I was very convinced that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Um, we very much kind of had a family thing for a bit, and it's all I really ever wanted. So I was kind of hoping it was going to end up being the thing, and it didn't. So now I'm here and uh, trying to kind of relearn how to be not only by myself all the time, but uh, just it's it's different. Uh, anyone that's ever been in a really long term or really, really serious relationship knows that it's it's nice that even when you might not be having a good day uh, with the other person. Maybe you've been disagreeing or fighting or whatever it is. It's just nice to know that they're there and that if you ever do need, you know, things were really that bad, you can always reach out and there's always someone to kind of listen, even if, you know, things weren't the best. And it's uh, after four years of, you know, she was pretty much my best friend. Uh, after four years, it's a really hard thing to try to get back to, especially because going back to the whole never really sleeping that much at night. Uh, this is kind of the time of day where anybody that's up at this time of night that has things on their mind, it's hard not to slip back into your own head. And I've been trying to figure out ways not to necessarily do that so much or to maybe find ways to turn that into something more productive, maybe examining things and reassessing what's going on with myself and with the things around me that kind of led me to this point and made things turn out the way they did. But uh, yeah, again, it's all part of learning. That's kind of my thing. And it's an underlying theme throughout the large majority of what I do and the reason that I've gotten into a lot of the things that I'm into, the hobbies that I'm into, the things that I like to do. I'm uh, really big into botany. I uh, have actually been trying to do some lecture series and university at home courses on it and trying to learn a lot more stuff about it. 
uh, especially over the past year. And uh, I make knives uh, sometimes in my spare time. It's been a bit since I've been able to because of uh, moving and readjusting and trying to set things back up. But hopefully that will be a thing again very shortly. I make tattoo machines and I have for about six, seven, maybe more. No, at least about six or seven years now. And uh, it started off just as something that I like to tinker with because obviously having them and needing to use them myself. But after spending a bunch of money on a couple of machines in a row that I kind of hoped ran the way that I had requested them or bought them with the intent of using, and I just kind of end up having to mess around with them and spend the first week or two after getting them kind of doing what I wanted to do to make things be how I wanted them to be. I guess uh, one day I just kind of stopped and thought about it. And at that point in time, if you wanted a decent tattoo machine, uh, especially from someone kind of reputable, you were paying anywhere from minimum about four to seven hundred dollars. Uh, sometimes even more. You could find stuff for cheaper, but that's exactly kind of the key word of it was the cheaper part. And I just figured that for that kind of money, I could uh, buy some tools and buy some steel and kind of try to figure this stuff out myself. Um, worst case scenario, by the end of everything, I was going to understand a lot more about the tools that I use and why everything is made the way it is and set up the way it is and whatnot. And uh, best case scenario, I ended up where I'm at now, where I feel pretty confident that the majority of machines that I've sent out, especially to other builders, um, side of one or two that kind of, I don't know, seemed like there was a weird vibe right from the get go. I've never heard really a word of complaint about anything. If anything, actually, I have a couple of customers that have bought a ton of machines off me and still use them all very regularly over some of the more expensive machines that they own or the things that were by more established or well-known builders. So that kind of thing's always kept me going. And again, it's just... It's part of my craft. I feel like that's something that's very, very lost in tattooing these days. Uh, kids get into it. I'm not going to say for all the wrong reasons, but it, it does kind of feel like that a lot of the time. They think they're going to get popular or they, I don't know, they think that they're going to somehow make a lot of money at it or something. But at this point in time, there's about 10,000 chefs in the kitchen serving for about 15,000 customers and we're I'm not going to say we're all starting to starve but uh, things don't look great on the horizon for sure if it keeps going the way it does and more and more people keep apprenticing kids that uh, without trying to sound rude or cynical or anything they, they don't deserve a chance um it does happen a lot, unfortunately, in tattooing. There's a lot of kind of crappy owners that, uh, for whatever reason, they they think that teaching kids... Uh, I don't want to say just the way that they know, but 
it's it's not even about that. They just want somebody sitting in a chair doing other tattoos, regardless of how good they are. So that way there's more money coming in. And I've always kind of resented that about a lot of owners. I've met and known a couple over the years that it's just a constant door of apprentices in. And all it's ever done is really contribute to the problem where we're at now. Um, it's I, I feel that I got into it kind of almost for the same reason, not on my side of things, but that they asked me probably for kind of the same thing. I like to think that it's because I had something there to offer, but I think a big part of it was because I was around. Uh, I think they knew I at least had uh, some kind of a base of being able to draw and kind of piece things together and make some kind of a decent composition. And more than anything, I'm a really good salesman. And that's at least at that point in time, uh, all those years ago, that was a big part of tattooing was being a good salesman, uh, being able to, you know, make somebody feel comfortable with spending the amount of time and money and effort that they're about to spend. And I'm, I know that I'm a good salesman. It's something that I was definitely born with. And it's probably one of the very few things that I ended up actually getting from my dad. Uh, but I just feel that once I got into it and I really fell in love with it and I mean every single part of it, that's why I make machines. Uh, that's why I know how to mix pigment. That's why I can make my own needles if I need to. That's why I learned how to rewire my power supply and make my own foot switch and clip cords and just about anything and everything that I could ever need to be able to actually do a tattoo. That's the way that it always used to be. When tattooing turn of the century, uh, the, the situation that it was in and the way it was, a lot of carnies. There was very few people actually set up in stationary shops. But you did it all for yourself. Everything. you, If you were lucky enough to be taught or kind of get some information from someone, which was a very, very rare thing. Uh, you kind of had a bit of a, f I don't know, I, you can't even say really bit of an advantage because a lot of the information wasn't really the best and whatnot, but it, you knew something versus knowing, knowing nothing. And there's a lot of people that ended up getting into it just for a crazy amount of happenstance in their life and it just ended up being the situation that was in front of them and I mean I kind of ended up feeling the same way I already worked at the shop for almost two years at that point but it's the same thing it just kind of it wasn't something that I ever discussed with them it wasn't something I ever really had in mind or had pictured doing it was just more something that uh, I, I definitely had tattoos. I liked getting them. I loved being around the shop and being able to work with friends and listen to music I like and seeing all the artwork. And uh, that's why I kind of started drawing stuff a lot more again then. I'd fallen out of it a bit. I worked at a skateboard shop for almost 10 years, um, eight and a half, nine years, something like that. And uh, I, I drew 
posters and little things and stuff like that while it's there, but it's not the same thing as trying to actually draw something or compose um, an image of a bunch of things. And I just kind of fell out of it a little bit. And once I started at the shop, I it definitely sparked my love again of art and made me feel like I was somewhere where I was supposed to be. And there have been very, very few times that I can recount in my life that um, uh, right away I instantly had that impression or that feeling or uh, on a couple of occasions uh, I would say um, the first time that I ever walked into the Chamshan Buddhist temple um, when I started at the shop, possibly even as early as my first day or two, my first shift or two there. Uh, the skate shop, the same thing, DMBC. And possibly the first time ever meeting one or two people in my life that ended up being partners, very long-term partners. Uh, those are probably the only times in my life that I just, I instantaneously felt like that was the place on this planet that I was supposed to be doing that thing at that exact minute and everything in the stars and the universe kind of aligned to put me there and have it happen. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's actually kind of why I'm having such a hard time with this last thing that I'm in the middle of getting past because that was exactly how it felt actually for at least for me for the majority of the time um but yeah I uh I fell in love so instantly with it and I just knew that that's where I wanted to be and that's what I wanted to do so when they finally asked me and gave me the opportunity I definitely I feel like I tried to jump at it I know that I had to work a lot harder than some of the other tattoo artists that I know because I don't feel that I was as gifted artistically. I understood uh, things. I could draw certain things in certain styles. Um, very good with calligraphy and lettering and stuff like that, but that wasn't really a big thing at that point in time. People didn't get stuff beside names and banners or things like that. And uh, I, it, it was a big uphill it was scary. I did it a lot later in life than most people do a tattoo apprenticeship. And uh, unfortunately, uh, because of choosing to do it at that point in time, I ended up losing a relationship of almost 10 years, uh, a place that I was living that I really, really enjoyed being at. Um, I would say some of my friendships and some of my other relationships uh, with probably like uh, family and stuff like that suffered a little bit. And it was it was a lot. I, I really, really, really feel like I gave up a lot to be able to get to do what I can do now. And that's why I've never, at least I don't feel like I've ever taken advantage of it or uh, came across ungrateful in any way for the opportunity I was given. 
I still at least once every year or two uh, try to actually make a point of saying, just basically saying thank you to someone important in my career, someone that helped teach me, someone that was there along the way, uh, just because I don't want to ever forget where I came from and I don't ever want to forget that because of them helping me, I now get to take care of myself and feed my daughter and take care of my dog and things like that. And I have met some really awesome people through the shop and through tattooing. I have made some probably lifelong friends through it. And uh, I've, again, I, I have the opportunity to make a living doing something that I really, really enjoy. Uh, it's stressful and, and, you know, not awesome as it can be at certain times. It's something that I don't think that I could ever, now that I'm there, picture myself doing or going through life without doing. It's definitely a permanent part of me now. And, but to get back to the entire point of what I was saying about the shop and whatnot, uh, I embraced all of those things because of falling in love with the craft and realizing that the foundations of where everything in tattooing kind of comes from and the people who turned it into something that could be what it is now were some hard working, real, real people. Um, just mind blowing the, the kind of things that they went through in their life. And the fact that when you when you hear about a lot of really old tattooers, you'll almost hear them having nicknames and they were referred to as chair names back then. And the reason that most of them took those on is because it was an embarrassment to your family if you were a tattoo artist. Uh, most families would basically disown you and wanted nothing to do with you uh, because you were kind of looked at as... Um, I guess more or less almost a degenerate and kind of like a like a very low, low, low end of this of the society scale. So a lot of these guys would take on these chair names and travel around and do all these things so that way they could try to make a living and have a career and not have to bring that type of uh, shame or negativity on their family. And most of them worked real actual jobs and they worked, uh, they opened shops or worked at the carnivals and whatnot at nighttime doing tattoos or on the weekends. And these were real, real, for the most part men, but these were real people that kind of paved the way to what things can, uh, at least what they could eventually turn into be. And I've always wanted to be respectful of that and I've always tried to embrace it and I do not feel whatsoever that the large majority of kids that get into it nowadays not only know any of those things but it seems like they really don't care. It's like listening to all these kids that play music nowadays and these mumble rappers and stuff. If you listen to their interviews and people ask them about 
people from the past in their own genres, they don't even know who half of them are. It's it's unbelievable. It's like they just don't care about history because they've been told so much ridiculous stuff and had so much smoke blown up their ass for their entire life. It, it's almost not important to them. They've just decided that they're the one that is going to be important and they're the one that is going to matter and, I guess, create history or something. I'm not sure. But that's that's the overwhelming feeling that I get a lot of the time, uh, especially when I get to actually meet some of these younger people that are in it. So uh, that's kind of my biggest problem with the apprentice thing. It's not so much that I don't feel like uh, someone deserves it or doesn't deserve it or anything like that. There are people that are gems that come along every once in a while. And I feel like those are the people that definitely get to get the opportunity. Even if it was a crowded shop and there wasn't a seat available, once in a while someone comes along and it's almost wrong to not give them the opportunity. And uh, yeah, I just, I also feel that uh, a lot of people get chosen for the wrong reasons. I feel that boss, owner, whatever you want to call them, I feel like they shouldn't really take somebody on unless they truly believe that they're going to be able to make them as good of them as themselves or better. Uh, because then you're actually adding quality to the craft and you're adding uh, substance to the, the community instead of just another person that wears black t-shirts and tight pants and doesn't know anything about anything unless it's the five artists that they, for whatever reason, worship or people that they follow on Instagram or TikTok or something. And uh, it's a shame. It's, I know that things change. I know that things progress. But uh, when you look back over the curve, especially when it comes to tattooing, we're talking about the better part of 140, 150 years at this point, as far as actual people trying to establish businesses and whatnot in it. And up until the last five, 10 years, it really has never made anything close to this drastic of changes. Uh, even when trends came in, even when things kind of got pushed out, uh, when they realized that they needed to start uh, with sterilization and health practices all those kind of things were really really big moments uh, when it became illegal and stuff like that but it never really changed it was still done the same way by the same type of people and a lot of the same people that were getting them were the same customers and I feel like especially that I've been in and around the shop uh, for 18 years now basically and a customer for the better part of 10 years before that I've really seen some very 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 serious changes and uh yeah just to kind of circle back that's that's kind of my only issue with the apprentice thing um I don't want anyone to feel like I don't think that they deserve it but I have definitely met some people along the way that should not be in tattooing and now that they're in it I feel like it's going to be really hard to get them out and that's unfortunate uh, 
But uh, yeah, as you can see, uh, if you're still actually listening to this, it's kind of amazing. But I, uh, I figured that somehow it would end up being into some long thing about tattooing. It no matter what I end up doing in other parts of my life, somehow it still ends up getting involved or circles back around to it. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'm also very, very surprised that I've now, I believe, gone over a half hour here. Uh, it's not what I was expecting. I thought that this was just going to be something that I was going to talk for a couple of minutes and give a quick little introduction to... Uh, myself and what I wanted to kind of possibly achieve with this and where it was going to go and whatnot. But apparently this is where it's going to go. I still definitely like the idea of having somebody on or maybe even multiple guests and being able to sit down and talk with people about specific subjects and stuff. But I think until I get some kind of an idea of, um, I don't want to say what, uh, the demographics are going to want because I don't imagine myself getting a ton of followers or anything like that. But for the people who do decide to subscribe or listen regularly or anything like that, I just want to make sure that it's going to be something of substance, that there's a good chance that even if it's not something that they're into or necessarily as part of their life, that once they maybe hear a little bit about it, it might make them a bit more interested in it, or it might help spark something. Um, I love the idea of helping people get inspired to do things, and especially when it comes to learning or um, uh, improving something, uh, whether it be about yourself or a skill or whatever it is. And right now, that's something that I'm personally trying to do a lot with myself. Uh, this this thing that I keep kind of referring to uh, that I've just left, it's been very, very recent. And I've been spending a lot of days uh, really assessing a lot of stuff about, um, I mean, unfortunately, obviously, the relationship and stuff like that, um, things where things went wrong and whatnot, but more so my part in things and why I have uh, allowed myself some of the behavior that I have and uh, to kind of fall into some of the uh, unwanted habits and um, tendencies that I guess I have fallen in the habit of doing or allowing myself to, um, to kind of do over the years. And I'm really trying to find a new path and a new way to not only look at things, but maybe to uh, even approach things about myself because I really need to find a new way. I have uh, always thought of myself as at least a decent person and a caring person and someone that tries to kind of be there but I realized that a lot of the steps along the way were missteps that I never bothered retracing back to and adjusting or fixing. Uh, there were definitely, I guess for lack of a better term, traumas or occurrences and memories and stuff from past relationships that 
willingly or unwillingly, I have let become part of the way that I think and look at not only my own relationship, but a lot of other relationships, which unfortunately has made me kind of cynical about a lot of stuff. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's not a trait that I like about myself at all. So I'm really trying to find ways to look at things in a brighter light and be a better person. I don't want to be as judgmental as I have been. I don't want to do a lot of the less attractive behaviors, uh, anymore. I'm, I'm kind of over it. I'm, I'm past this point in my life because all it keeps on leading me to are places that I think that I would really enjoy being, uh, people and places that I end up getting really attached to and wanting to have as permanent fixtures in my life. But ultimately they end up a lot of the time being, uh, the, uh, let's say accused reasons why things end up the way they do. So it's time to kind of step back and do things differently and start looking at things differently. And I think that, uh, it's part of the reason that I've decided to do this right now and finally give in and start kind of sharing my thoughts and open up and stuff because, uh, it's 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 time for a change and i feel like this is going to also be a way to help explore uh myself as well as the ideas and the things that i'm talking about uh like the idea of being able to really go over things and uh analyze stuff that I'm talking about and whatnot. So anyways, uh, this is much more than long enough. If you've actually made it to the end, thank you. I appreciate it a lot. I hope that in future things, I will be able to keep your attention and hopefully entertain you, if not educate you about some things. Uh, it's really kind of what I like to do and it's what I'm about. So thank you again. Uh, if this has actually been uploaded onto something where you can subscribe, please, by all means, subscribe. I like the idea of exploring where this can go. And if any of you have any ideas or any suggestions or anything like that whatsoever, uh, as far as feedback or subjects you want me to talk about or maybe even wanting to get together with me and talk about some stuff. Uh, if you know me in person or you know a way to get a hold of me or come by the shop, definitely do it that way. Otherwise, you can email me at adamttattoos. That's A-D-A-M-T-T-A-T-T-O-O-S at gmail.com. And uh, I would love to hear from you. I would love to get some feedback and I would love to know what it is that you want to hear about, if anything at all. So for now, I'm going to sign off. And I will say thank you once again for anyone that has listened. And I look forward to the next time that we do this. Have a good night, everyone. Until next time.